I don't Thank think you. I, I was going to say this and I forgot to do it. You can leave it recording if you want. You both have the best radio voices. I think I told really? Brandon that, but oh, yeah. um, the first time I listened, I was like, damn, y'all do voiceover acting or something. <laughs> Not at all. Welcome to Namely 90s. The podcast that takes you back to the time before smartphones, Google, and Y2K. Join your hosts as they relive the pop culture that shaped a generation and the parts that many people wish they could forget. Listen in to the conversation about how the decade defined those who spent their childhood there and how it shaped them as adults. So... Turn down the grunge and dial up the internet. Let's get started. It's time for Namely 90s. That's right. You're listening to Namely 90s. My name's Andrew and over there is Brandon. That's me. (laughs) A.K.A. the Red Ranger. (laughs) Sorry. Yeah. I had a helmet on. Does that not have an oxygen supply or breathing holes? <laughs> anyway, sorry. Uh, back to the intro. Um, you can find us online at namely nineties.com or on Twitter and Instagram at namely nineties with a nine zero S. You can also find this show on YouTube at namely nineties.com slash YouTube. And finally, if you'd like to support the show, head on over to patreon.com slash namely nineties with a nine zero S check out our support levels. Uh, wow. Well, this is a very exciting day because it is, the second annual podcast of horror two. Well, I guess the second one isn't annual, but anyway, you know, you know what I'm talking about. Um, but this year we are joined by a very special guest who I'm going to let Brandon introduce. Oh, okay. Um, just for those of you confused by the loud bl- banging a few seconds ago, I was wearing a red Ranger helmet and, decided i couldn't do the entire podcast that way but our our guest today is um janelle from that girl got ghosted uh hi janelle how are you doing what's up excited to be here it's spooky season is that your favorite time of the year it is my favorite time of the year much better than all the other holidays that follow fair enough fair enough um yeah uh so tell tell our listeners a little bit about yourself yeah, well, I know Brandon from San Luis Obispo. Hi. Nice, just Welcome. a little Instagram uh, friend. I like the "That's me." That's me. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, I've been living in the the podcasting audio world for a while. But that girl got ghosted was a harebrained idea I had. I'm pretty sure at some point in the middle of COVID lockdown, hence how silly it is where I decided I would take Tinder dates to haunted hotels and <laughs> film it and see what happened. So that has been one of my fun creative projects. Uh, most recently up in Washington, the connection here at Thornwood Castle. Uh, so that was super fun getting to bounce around and see what mischievous things we can find in these haunted homes and hotels. And uh, that's a, I mean, that's a really cool thing to do. I remember you telling me about this originally. It's a, I think the way you pitched it to me was that it is a little bit of, um, are you afraid of the dark? Uh, A little bit of the bachelor and a little bit of ghost hunters all mixed into one YouTube adventure. Exactly. With the possibility of catfish being sprinkled on top of there, depending in a world where it seems like sometimes when you're creative, it seems like everything's already been thought of. And this does actually seem very unique and very interesting as a concept. So good work on that. Thank you. I appreciate that. When I came to me on a long hike, I was like, man, how do we just combine all the things that I like into one thing? And I'm like, I don't know. I like dating, I guess. And I wanted to be on the bachelor, but I wanted to be the bachelorette. Fuck being, can I swear on this by the way? I can swear, right? Oh, sure. Sure. We'll just throw an E tag on it. Perfect. But I wanted to be the bachelorette and just skip having to be, you know, the the chick with all the other chicks. So this is my solution. Oh, and, and that way, it's not like you're vying for someone's attention. You're making sure everyone else is vying for yours, including exactly. the ghost. Exactly. I'm a Leo, so it's fine. 
So uh, is it is it a spoiler question to ask if you've experienced the paranormal yet? Ooh, no, not a spoiler. Um, I will say I'm a believer. So love, 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 love Halloween and all the things. Um, I have had really only one good spooky experience on the show. And I'm not going to say what episode because that'll force everyone to watch all of them, right? Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. But... Um, I will share it vaguely. You can probably figure it out, but it involves a haunted mirror in the basement Ooh, that mysteriously creepy. got there and no one knows how. Um, and there's a pretty spooky, spooky, ghostly hand that appears in a photo I took. Ooh. And uh, you, you, you go full ghost hunting mode. Is that correct? Because I, I remember you said something about, did you, did you buy a, what are they called? A voice box? No, the a spirit box. Right? Spirit yeah, box. Spirit yes, box. That's what yeah, it is. spirit box. Yeah. I did uh, because Amazon does have an Amazon's choice top <laughs> choice for spirit boxes. <laughs> so I learned that I was like on Amazon <laughs> trying to buy ghost hunting equipment, like a total amateur. And Amazon's like Amazon's choice spirit box. Um, so yes, I have the spirit rods, the box. I have a Ouija board that I've uh, bought in Savannah, Georgia at some creepy little shop uh, downtown that never seems to work. Maybe that is a spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> so the ghosts don't ghost me or they do, I guess, depending on what definition uh, you want to choose for that term, but try my favorite really is trying. that device they always use on those shows where it's like, this picks up, this is very sensitive and picks up any electromagnetic disturbance. I'm like, that's literally all that's around us at any given time. And they're like, it hissed. There must be a ghost. I'm like, okay. <laughs> or that's, a radio signal. <laughs> I think, see, that's kind of the problem, I think, with ghost hunting, though. I feel like I'm a realist enough that I don't want to pretend. Like, I'll do some fun goofball, like, you know, editing just for intrigue. But I don't want to pretend that. I'm experiencing things when it could just be a coincidence. Right. So I try to so keep fun. it pretty real, but I want it. I mean, I want, I still think food. it's more, I mean, there's more to it than the Bigfoot shows because it's like every time, are they going to find Bigfoot this time? And it's like, you know, at the beginning yeah. that they have not found Bigfoot because but they the were ghost announced shows, it like, in the yeah, news. Had they exactly. found an actual Bigfoot? No, they're holding it off it. because A and E told them not to tell the world. <laughs> There's a, se- a, a season desist on that. Yeah, <laughs> you gotta um, keep the magic alive, right? Fair yeah. enough. Okay, so yeah, are you on episode? Is it five or six now? Or four or five? I five, think it's six. six. I think so, I just did six. We know Halloween was yesterday for all of you listening to this on the day that it comes out but we we thought why not all saints day is a great day to see if janelle finds ghosts and or love on uh that girl is it that girl got ghosted.com yeah i got that domain isn't that a good find as a marketer as well getting it's, a dot com felt really yeah, good that is that girl good. got ghosted.co.uk it has <laughs> nothing to do with with the UK. .io, .ca, .net. Don't go to that one. That's that's my fan family page. Okay. And um so So well, oh my gosh, sorry, I'm just like throwing things around. Um so this is uh a lot of people love this time of year, you know, the Halloween time. I've decided as of today, I realized that fall is my season. It took me a a long time to figure out what my season is, but I think it's fall. Really? Um, now that I live in a place that has distinct seasons before we I lived in Seattle, it was, it's 11 months of rain and two, two months of sun. Okay. There's actually seasons here. But that um, beats 11 months of sun and like five minutes of rain. <laughs> so what's your take on the, uh, season of fall and the holiday of Halloween? They already know me. <laughs> Screw him. You're, you're the interesting one. <laughs> Sorry, oh, I, said, but. I love being the interesting one. No, um, I fall is one of my favorite seasons. So I grew up in the Midwest and I've always loved fall. And I said it's only down fall was that winter game after it. And uh. so now that I'm a little bit more nomadic, I just did a partial fall in Washington. And now that it's getting colder, I'm back in California. So I'm a huge fan. I think a proper fall is truly important and sweater season is 
just a must and beanies. I wear beanies. I mean, it was like 80 degrees outside and I'm wearing a beanie <laughs> right now. So every once in a while, I need the proper weather for that. So people was, don't look at me so weird. I thought you were there for our Indian summer. Like, kind of. It was warm to begin with, but hmm. I got some, I got some fall. A little Are bit we cooler. still saying that? I'm probably way. not. Okay. Um, <laughs> I was going to say. I just couldn't think of like, what is the other term for that? Late fall or late summer? Late summer. I don't know. <laughs> It's fine, but I also love all the spooky things. I grew up, they're the only movies I watch, horror movies, so this is really my season, and of course, everyone ramps up all the fun things like Ghost Adventures, and people are releasing things, and there's caramel apples, and there's so many good things about fall. There's also a lot of puns around this season. Did Um, you not catch yours? Well, I did, but one I heard recently was, well, not even puns, just like plays on words. The one I saw the other day was Ghost Tober, and I was just like, I mean, that's a, no, no, Mm-mm. that just doesn't work. No. I'm sorry. It's Maybe actually like Spooktober. Maybe it's actually but, Crocktober, like the shoe. By the way, just saying. Are you sporting some it. right now? Um, I don't have any on right now, but I normally would. Yes. I also saw this thing. It was like a meme that said October is almost October, and then something about how they haven't gotten their costume yet. And I thought that was really. Sad. <laughs> I don't know. My kids wear Crocs, by the way. They have rainbow Crocs. They wear them everywhere. It's true. They all Crocs. Do they have giblets? I don't know what that is. They're the gems that you stick in the Crocs. Oh, I don't know. I know they have like the little, the little charms, like the Mario yep. ones. Yeah, they have That's those. It. Yep, they do have some of those. There's like charms and Crocs now? Or like, you know, you can put yeah, yeah, like little, giblets. You can I, personalize them. Giblet. I'm, I, I apparently did not know croc culture was one on an upswing and two <laughs> diverse enough to have like subsets of things to attach oh, to yeah. it. Well, when you have one product, you kind of need to do stuff to make it more exciting. Oh, <laughs> they have more than one product. Don't get it twisted. Andrew. They have sandals, they have dress shoes, they have heels, they have True. the traditional cloth. But to be fair, as a, as a market, like as a business concept, being able to take that initial flagship product and turn it into the size of company. I mean, that's amazing. Did I hear dress shoes? <laughs> that's actually how I got into Crocs. I, this dress has Crocs. nothing to do with Halloween other than that. It might scare people, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah. horrible fashion. Ah, no. Exactly. But I know that's how I started. They had dress shoes that were made out of the Croc material, but they were a little bit more discreet. And back in the day when skinny jeans and tighter pants weren't as much of a thing, you could totally get away with wearing them because you could only see the toe part of the croc, which looked totally normal, but they were super comfortable. They didn't get stinky like all my other flats did when I was an event planner. I would highly recommend. Hmm. Speaking um, of skinny jeans, my wife always makes fun of me because I wear skinny jeans, but I'm sort of broad up top. So I look like Gru from Impossible. What is it? <laughs> um, no, um, oh, what is that one with with uh, the little Despicable. The minions? Despicable me. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so that that's a fun image. Brandon's not gonna be looking out of his head. Yeah. Uh, it's not it's not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Andrew, to make you feel less alone, I also have broad shoulders and skinny legs. And when I was in college, an ex-boyfriend, hence ex, told me that I looked like Lord Farquaad from Shrek because he is also <laughs> square with skinny legs. And every time I wear skinny jeans, I still think about that too. Dear so. Lord. Well, that's that's not cool. That's no. scarring. It is. So, I mean, I still remember it. So you're not alone, Andrew. It's okay. So, we can be square together. As we talk about Halloween uh, or fall, I should say, um, what is your relationship with the movie Hocus Pocus? Ooh, can I scoot in right before we go Brent's there? scooting in. Um, you said horror movies are your go-to, your favorites. Uh, do you have like a list of top three or five horror movies before we get Ooh, on the good choice movie. yeah let's let's Ooh, table that i love that um okay well anything the conjuring is obviously very good uh, my absolute favorite which i don't know if this counts as a movie it was actually a mini series <laughs> by stephen king called rose red hmm. absolute favorite it's like four hours long i think it released in 2001 on abc super good about a haunted house um so that is definitely up there. Really anything Stephen King is is really up there. I like it. I don't know people are not a fan of clowns, but <laughs> what, which <laughs> That's version kind of, of point. is better in your opinion? Just to Ooh. just to rile people up out there. I okay, as a a good Midwestern child, 
I was not allowed to watch a lot of these things, which is maybe also why I like them. There's like <laughs> a little rebel in me now as an adult. Um, so I only really saw the newer one. I haven't gone back and revisited the old one. Tim Curry. The, the uh, second version of the new one was just kind of funny, but <laughs> is that because they cast Bill Hader as a not funny person? <laughs> yes, totally. Uh, no, it was just uh, it was kind of silly, but I like silly too. Speaking of silly, <laughs> not to not to get back, not to steal Andrew's good segue from before. Uh, yeah, the hocus pocus. I wh- how did you frame it, Andrew? That was, that was I said. What is your sweet. relationship with that movie? Because there, it seems to be quite popular. So I want to know how you feel about it, Janelle. I love it. I love like so. There's like old. I don't even know if you can consider Hocus Pocus a horror movie. Do you consider it a horror movie? I don't. No, I consider we've never it a, had a horror thing on the podcast of horror yet. Yeah, no. I consider it. It's almost like, did y'all grow up on Disney? Uh, well, I can the Jersey. Of, no, um, Halloween Town. Oh, yeah. I, That's what Hocus Pocus reminds me of. As a kid of the 90s, that might actually offend people. But it's I thought like, it was pre-Halloween Town. Oh, it's for sure put like pre not yeah. but like the the vibes that you get from it it's oh, totally. sort of like a a it's sweet, cheesy it's disney. yeah cheesy it's disney there's, there's ghosts you're like a virgin and a candle and you're like oh how lovely so but i like it it gives me warm feels with a fall vibe that's fair uh so andrew and i both have uh, well a- andrew why don't you go first what, it's no shock your... that i had ne- never seen it before yeah. i had obviously seen parts of it. Like I was aware of it, but I had never, and I, I've never watched any movies. Uh, anyone who listens to this podcast knows that I've never watched anything. There's Ever. no reason I should be a co-host of a nostalgia podcast from the nineties because I recall almost none of it, but it's kind of a joke now. Um, but I was surprised that Brandon hadn't seen it. Right. So I've seen, I know I've seen the ending uh, in like, I've seen like the second half of the movie and I've probably seen like the first, first quarter of the movie but i have not seen like sat down and watched it in one sitting before right um like i it, it wasn't something that we played over and over again in my house even though my my dad loved halloween i loved halloween growing up um mm-hmm. and, like you know clearly i'm the only one here wearing <laughs> some semblance of a halloween costume uh hey i'm dressed as a granola girl right now be quiet <laughs> is is don't doesn't a costume have to be different from your everyday look Yes, it does. That's fair. Um, but uh, yeah, I like. I don't have anything against it. I, I just it wasn't like something that really spoke to me as a kid. I, I preferred like the Treehouse of Horrors. And uh, last year we did um, the Pumpkin Smashers episode of uh, The Adventures of Pete and Pete. Like oh, that. Yeah. That is one. the one thing that like really shook me to the core as a kid <laughs> growing up. That was, uh, that was, that was cool. what I watched on Halloween. Mm-hmm. Were you all, am I, well, I'm going to ask a question. I'm not going to ask if I'm allowed. I'm going to ask, do we, did you guys get into like goosebumps and are you afraid of the dark too? Cause that was yes. also, I read the goosebumps books, but I didn't, I don't know if there was any sort of, there was a TV show on or Fox. Shows or yeah. I think I just read the books. Fox kids. Uh, yeah. Goosebumps. Uh, are, definitely. Are you afraid of the dark? Like, I would stay up and watch the you know the intro with the the they're all around the the campfire and um, we actually did this for a quotely nineties Andrew the um, I I submit for the I submit for the approval of the Midnight Society the tale of whatever and then the, they throw the the um, coffee mate into the fire and it gets all spooky and and fun. <laughs> Do you remember? So I still have nightmares about this. There was an episode of Are You? I think it was Are You the Fear of the Dark where that was the scarier one. It, yeah. Whereas they went into like the basement and it was, I think it was like a clown arm and it projected out from the basement stairs and it would like grab people and pull them back into the basement. I, I still to this day have nightmares from that one. I'm sorry. There's no good reason to have a basement just based on any <laughs> horror or crime movie. Just don't have a basement. I'm Tornadoes. just saying. It, it clearly doesn't. Yeah, it clearly doesn't work though, because uh, Dorothy gets sucked up in it like every every time. Well, that's you watch why I would of Oz. not voluntarily live in a place in the country that's trying to kill you. Okay, and well, I uh, some people can't move, but anyway. I say I actually grew up basically in a basement, and that sounds dramatic. Oh. It's not as dramatic. 
<laughs> your parents sounds. locked you down there <laughs> but that was our playroom we just had that's where everything was i was always in a yeah. musty basement so and there's a difference between a basement and a locked basement yeah, it wasn't <laughs> you know, locked. you're in it <laughs> it's but, like with kids it's not a cage unless it has a roof on it that's how i look at it well it's, i mean because you and i we grew up in the suburbs but like even if you go into seattle proper there's tons of houses with basements like um and it's just like it's like i just whole, state Basements yes. in Western Washington are a really bad idea because they're always full of water. <laughs> yes, that, <laughs> that's saying. true. Uh, You're listening uh, to Namely Basements. <laughs> Namely Basements coming to you from the Halloween special Basements of Horror. Um, <laughs> yeah, so Hocus Pocus, if we haven't announced it at this point, we probably should have. That's what this episode's <laughs> about. We're uh, right. We we watched Hocus Pocus. That's going to be the sole focus of the episode for Podcast of Horror Two. Uh, last year we did two different TV shows. It was kind of just like an uh, last year's Podcast of Horror was just a proof of concept that we could have guests on. Uh, oh, I guess we didn't even have guests. We didn't have one, a guest, but <laughs> that we could do an episode that was outside of our normal frame yes. for the Twelve Days of Christmas specials, and then we had the Twelve Days of Christmas specials, which were awesome. Um, yeah, uh, we were having them again this year. That's the big announcement for, for mm-hmm. Podcast of Horror 2. Uh, the 21 Days of Christmas specials are coming back. And um, maybe even Janelle might join us for one. Uh, well, I'm on the hook now. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you, have to, you, you would have to verbally commit, and then you'd be on the hook. Uh, anyway. I hate Christmas, but it's fine. Maybe I'll do... Uh, the nightmare before christmas well i feel like we've done non christmas specials like we've, other holidays we've done some we've picked some weird ones this year but, oh yeah uh, um we'll 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 get your contact information after the show and uh see if you want to do one you know um also we 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 both very much dislike the nightmare before christmas Honestly, I don't actually like that movie that much either, but it was the only like version of Christmas. No way. Uh, all right. So Hocus Pocus, how should we start this off? Any, any, any. I don't uh, have any opening comments. Okay. So for me, it was, it's been a while since I've seen like an old school Walt Disney pictures logo, like a, a movie. Like I was like, oh yeah, that's, that's how that looked. Um, and then that that it just starts as like the the movie starts as like a flyover shot of of Salem, Massachusetts, I assume, uh, but it's not actually filmed there. Uh, uh, anyway, uh, it's just like it's a flyover of which is shadow for like two to four minutes. And uh, I just assumed it was Salem, Oregon. Of course, right? it did. No. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and then, so the, the beginning of the movie starts back in like the six, 1693, I believe is the date they kept throwing around. Um, and my note says some dude's sister, Emily is taken by witches. Uh, that's, that is plot thus far. Thackeray Banks. Thackeray. Uh, <laughs> thoughts on the name Thackeray. Um, yeah, well, so the funny thing is as a, as a vet, I have heard and seen so many cats named Thackeray or Banks or Thackeray Banks. And I was like, what's that from? And I never really asked anyone. And then when I saw this movie, I was like, oh, it totally the connection was made. No idea. Were they all black cats? Not always, but I I would say a large portion of them were black cats and it's all coming together now. Um, I also thought it was weird that the guy who played the guy who becomes the cat is Sean right. Murray, who plays McGee on NCIS. Wait, really? That was freaky. Yeah. But when he becomes the cat, so I have this noted later. Yeah, exactly. I we're going to talk about this. But okay. yeah, Sean Murray is the actual actor that plays this kid before it turns into the cat. Mm-hmm. Okay. Should we put a pin in that and come back to it? Or should we just? No, we can move into it. But yeah, it's the guy from NCIS. Weird, right? Yeah. Um, the he gets turned into a cat by the witches while he's trying to save his sister Emily, who, by the way, just just sits there. She just sits there. Like witches are trying to kill you. Would you know? Would would you not run? Would, would like? Oh God! Uh. Anyone? Anyone? <laughs> just stand know? there. If 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 three witches were sucking your or trying to suck your life force out out of you, would you have sat there and took it? 
Was she drugged? I, I, I'm confused. And then let's get into the psychology of this. There's three ways to respond to trauma. Uh-huh. Fight, flight, or freeze. She Sometimes was freezing? you freeze. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Normalize it. I, well, I, that's fair, because you only think of fight or flight. Uh, free, freeze is, is one that That, that is happens. true. Yeah, I think people forget about that one. Um, I also had a note to Charmed. Does anyone remember Charmed, the TV series that ran for like 12 a years? A thousand on? years, of yeah. Of course. Uh, did they steal the, the sentient spell book from this movie? Um, or, or is that a I, common trope, do you think? I, it's kind of, I mean, I think there's a lot of common themes. For example, uh, talking cats. Black cats. Ca- talking black. Okay. And <laughs> now, comma, Sabrina the Teenage Witch, <laughs> while, while uh, not having aired on TV at this point in time, was an Archie's comic before that. And, oh, I did not know that. And I'm fairly sure had Salem the Talking Black Cat prior to this movie. Okay, fair enough. If you're insinuating that they ripped off... I insinuated cat. nothing, but my favorite thing I think about this movie relating to the cat is in the credits. It says talking cat animation provided by <laughs> was, I just found that funny when I was watching the credits. Uh, <laughs> the CGI back then? I guess. Uh, oh, yeah. Well, no, was it was. No, it, it no, was a re. <laughs> what was it? It was a reanimated dead cat that they. I'm no, just kidding. <laughs> well, because Jurassic think- Park was after 1993, right? Yes. I think it was a prop, like a puppet. <laughs> it's a little like, <laughs> like, yeah, that's how they used to do all that stuff. <laughs> but there, I mean, it didn't look like Salem from uh, Spring of the Teenage Witch. It looked like there, there was like computer animation going on. I agree. On. It was the Salem some one sort, was like some slapsticky. Sort of, yeah. Some sort of animation did like at, at parts. And they also had a live cat for sure. Um, of course. Okay. I'm going to forget about it if we don't talk about it. Jason, Jason Marsden is the voice of Thackeray the cat. Um, best known as uh, Max from uh, Goof Troop. Uh, or, right. Yeah. Goof Troop. Goof Troop. A goofy movie. Um, he was Goofy's son for most of the 90s. He was also on Step by Step, if anyone remembers Step by Step. But mm-hmm. uh, I was just like, every time he spoke, I was like, Okay, I'm I'm having flashbacks to a goofy movie while I'm trying to watch Hocus Pocus, and that's not cool, man. Um, and no, no one's going to dig me out well, of this hole. So, no, it drove me nuts because it's the same problem as why is Bob Saget the voice <laughs> of the adult in How I Met Your Mother? Like, why does his voice become Bob Saget's voice when he's already like 30? And I was having the same problem with this. So I looked it up because I was like, why does it need to be a different voice? And it's because apparently Sean Murray's voice sounded too contemporary to be from the 1690s. And I don't really know what the hell that means. (laughs) It means Jason Marsden's a better voice actor than. uh, Yes. (laughs) The guy from NCIS. I was going to say too much vocal fry, but. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) He was a kid. Uh, Yeah. Um, all right, so uh, the witches turn Thackeray into a cat, they suck the soul out of Emily, uh, Naturally. which gives them some sort of youthful powers. Um, I just would like to note that uh, the witches are Bette Midler, I mm-hmm. forget who the middle sister is. I should, have yeah, I don't down. know the name of her, but I, I do know she's like, like kind of famous, right. Yeah, and then the youngest one is Sarah Jessica Parker, who I wrote in my notes that is younger than us uh, when she was in this movie. So wow. how does that make everyone feel? Not great. <laughs> I love my age. That's fair. That's fair. Um, but yeah, so let's see. The The witches were wearing the old person makeup beforehand, and then they, they mm-hmm. got their youth back, and then they were... Uh, Hanged, uh, or uh, hanged Burned? by the townsfolk. Hanged. Uh, pretty I sure I'm pretty sure they were hanged, or they were about to be, and then they someone was stupid enough to bring the spell book to the hanging, and they got access to it and cast a spell to to be. Uh, 
Yeah, capsuled I, in time until a virgin lights a candle of the black flame to release them on a Halloween far from here. Is that, is that correct? Yeah, that sounds about right. I just Hello, going, going back a little bit. I, I did feel a little bit bad for Bette Midler when they looked younger because she didn't look that much younger. And they forced her, her to make that point like in the movie, in the script. Like, yeah. They kept referring to how she was the the old hag of the three of them. And this is going to sound kind of weird because I don't really know why, but I found that like the prop buck teeth thing was sort of distracting and maybe not want to like it made me not like the movie. And it's like seems like a very insignificant detail, but I thought it looked stupid. That's one of the reasons I never liked this movie. I, I liked I mean, it, it, problematic today, but um <laughs> I, I I I thought it added to her character, at least her lisping. Um, also, I mean, but when you say that, I it it kind of like Mickey Rooney in uh, Breakfast at Tiffany's. Well, I think part of the issue is I think whenever someone mentions the movie Hocus Pocus, I immediately imagine Bette Midler with buck teeth, and I just it's not it's not working for me. I don't know why that's what I associate this movie with, but that's the only thing I can think of except now NCIS. So anytime someone says hocus pocus, I think of NCIS. Janelle, you're going to have to settle this for us. <laughs> uh, yes or no on, on Bat in the Middle's uh, teeth. No, I couldn't even tell you that it bothered me in the least bit. I'm just been like, you know, good for yeah, her. I'm bothered by strange things. He is. <laughs> I'll admit please, it. I'll be the first me. to admit it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> All right, and then so it flashes forward uh, after they escape their their imminent death, and we meet our new protagonist at, in school. I think uh, is that Max Max Dennis was it Dennison? Hold on, let me correct you because I was reading an article that referred to any of the three characters as the tritagonist. Wow! And I became enraged. <laughs> I was like, because then you've taken away the first part of the word which tells you whether they're a pro or antagonist so now you're just saying they're three people antagonist which is neutral so i don't know i don't know what that means i think okay. you need a hero and a sidekick too so that's messed <laughs> up Mm-mm. um so max uh, what we learn about max in school is that he's cool he's from california uh okay. he just moved to, to salem uh salem is every is they're very excited for halloween um they apparently the the flashback that we saw was the teacher telling the story to everyone in the class uh. which i don't know i we went to school in the 90s i feel like they wouldn't have allowed a teacher to to spew a tale about witches in, in the classroom um and uh he there's this girl allison that's like super super into the witch's tale and like when max is like (laughs) and max uh i I have to say max max gives her her his number on a giant piece of paper and i just thought that was a very ballsy move for for someone new to the school that that's like basically saying you're dumb for liking Halloween and then like, Hey, you're, like, you're dumb. Call me. Call me. N- yeah. No, no. That's why most women my age don't know how to date. Mind you. <laughs> so you, you're saying you would have, uh, gone for the, the number give on the full sheet of paper, by the way. Yeah. Only because that's what Disney taught me to do. To be okay. fair, their date was to a haunted house, right? Or a haunted that museum. That's true. So, I mean, it's, uh, it's already positive. on brand. Um, also, I could not get past the fact that this girl looked like Hillary Swank. You know, I didn't think of that until you said that. Really? That's weird. Okay. Like she, uh, she looked a lot like Hillary Swank, except hmm. I know that Hillary Swank was shooting the Karate Kid or the next Karate Kid during, during this time. But, Are they the same age? Oh, yeah. Well, uh, I'm pretty sure they both came out in 93, maybe 94. Um, and then let's see. I don't know. Where do we go from there? Um, <laughs> where do we go from there? Max on his way home gets bullied by these two guys. Uh, I nicknamed knockoff James Franco and ice. 
<laughs> and then I, I have so to, cool. I have to question. I have to ask the panel here. Did bullying ever actually work like that? Like, no. like would would you, Andrew? Would you, as a parent, would you not hunt these kids down and get their and get your son's tennis shoes back if your son came home without his tennis shoes? Well, listen, I bought him the shoes. Right <laughs> now, I'm mad because but, they stole the these, shoes that I these, bought. These bullies, fair and square, stole stole the tennis shoes. Brand new tennis shoes. Fair and square. Um, yeah. Well, Do you know bullying is already like it already starts happening in kindergarten. I learned that because I have a six year old now uh, and apparently it starts in kindergarten already. Yeah. It's, I would say cool. any social situation. Perhaps uh, a reflection on the parents. Just saying. Uh, do, do you, I mean, we had bullies when we were in kindergarten. Uh, it was, it's, I mean, yeah, but no one ever called me a dweeb and like put my head in a toilet. Are you sure? Just yes. <laughs> yeah. Now they just uh, try to destroy your character so that you'll kill yourself, which is really sad, but that actually happens. Usually on social media. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, uh, I don't, I don't, I don't know how, how kids can do it these days. I, it's, it's doggy it's, dog world out there. It's scary. I, uh, Janelle, thoughts on bullying? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. People are just mean verbally mostly, but uh, I didn't fuck around when I was a kid, just like I don't now. And, I'd kick him back. I sent a couple boys to health room. No, being mean to me. That's amazing. And then I got sent to the principal's office. It was fine. I just smiled and got out of it. Of course. Uh, wow, that's nothing has changed. <laughs> can 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 confirm. Uh, okay, so uh, Max gets home. He's all moody to his parents, who like worst parents in movie history. Um, <laughs> Yeah, the dad seemed or, really nonchalant about or, everything. Or just 90s parents. Like, 90s parents that aren't trying to teach their kids a lesson about life. I think, like, early 90s, like, this was still an mm-hmm. extension of the 80s, where they were like, okay. go play, kids. Someone stole your bike. Well, shit. Suck it up. So. What, or, and I feel like, spoiler alert for the movie, but I feel like later in the movie where they're at this party forever because of the spell or whatever uh-huh. as an extension of the eighties, I believe what that was, was actually cocaine. I'm just saying <laughs> just a thought, but I kept having that thought when we were watching the movie. It's like, cause they just, oh, these guys are going them. hard. Jeez. Um, uh, <laughs> while Max is home, we're introduced to his younger sister, Danny. Um, and this is played by young Thora Birch, who I think is a treasure, uh, in this movie. And, uh, I have a feeling Andrew's going to be anti any young actor. So I'm getting ahead of it. No, no. I mean, but I can't figure out why I know her other than this movie. That's the thing that's making me crazy. She's in a lot of stuff. I'm going to look. Never watched. Is she in the walking dead? Yeah. Like the whole time. Wow. Okay. No. Uh, what? Like I just. I, I sorry. I've, I've, I haven't watched past season four. I think I don't know. Go. Don't call me. I'm terrible with actors. No, she is. So she, 2010 okay. to 2022. Okay, that's what I thought. Okay. Yeah, she was in um, Ghost World. Ooh. Yeah. So the question is, what what have you seen? Like she was in American Beauty. Who Patriot uh, Games as a child? Yeah, obviously. she was. She was. Yeah. Um, that's Harrison Ford one, right? Oh gosh, she was in ER. I'm gonna have egg on my face. She was in Monkey Trouble, the 1994 <laughs> classic ER. that pairs her up with a monkey. Oh yeah. Oh dear. Dude. You know how I like a monkey on TV or movies. It was a movie. Oh, she she's been in in a lot of like indie stuff and yeah, a, a lot a lot of work. <laughs> um, but yeah, Danny is um. A very bold young girl, uh, uh, Janelle. Obviously, uh, you modeled your life after her as uh, <laughs> someone who doesn't take any gruff from boys and uh, will, you know, go fight witches and ghosts wherever you see fit. You know, this is starting to make a lot of sense. Are you my therapist? <laughs> Uh, I mean, it's supposed to remain anonymous, but yes, he's a secret therapist. He ambushes you and then starts to therapize therapist. Yeah, whatever you're next. Um, so yeah, so he's for, uh, she wants to go trick or treating. Max is forced to go trick or treating with her. Um, it's, 
you know, it's Halloween. I, I don't know where to go from that. There's a timely <laughs> new kids on the block reference. Um, the, the dad makes Max wear his hat sideways. Cause he says he's a rapper, some rap guy. Uh, great, great job in an all white Disney movie. Um, yeah. Let's see. Uh, sorry. I, I, my notes, I was still kind of, um, I always love your notes. I just tried to steal your points before you made them. <laughs> well, just feel free to take. Uh, so the they run into well, the bullies again. Um, yeah. Danny is like, "You're gonna have to face my big brother," and Max is kind of just like skulking in the corner, like, and like they're stealing candy, and there's just a, there's freaking parents walking by, like, uh, you know, knock off James Franco and Ice are not that scary of like no. preteens. Um, well, to your point about parenting, though, I feel like the older brother is the most parent version of a parent in this entire thing. Like, he's totally going to be a great caregiver when he grows up. We just never get to see it to come to fruition. The older brother, Thackeray, or the older brother, Max? Max. Because he's always taking care of his little sister. I mean, he doesn't really want to, but I yeah. think he parents her more than his you see the parents. Yeah, these parents are really, like, not impressive. Just being honest. Um, I, I realize that we, we've dragged through the beginning and we still haven't even gotten to. They, oh they go trick-or-treating at uh, Allison's house um, where they just knock and enter the house and then start taking candy before anyone says anything. Yeah, like, that's awkward. Classic, classic uh, trick-or-treating standard. It's fine. Yeah. There's no crime in the 90s. <laughs> Very true. No, no big violent crime event in no. 1993. Yeah. No uh, razor blades in your candy bars. It's fine. Uh, I always thought it was apples. Um, like what else? Oh, uh, I just had to say. I, I wrote in my notes. Is this whole eyes wide shut party at the at Allison's parent like that Allison's parents are having? Because like they're all in Victorian garb. They're wearing masks. It's these people are out of control with their parties in this town. A little creepy. That party uh, actually reminded me of the purge. I don't know if you okay. ever remember when they get like real dressed up, they're at a ball and they're just like watching people die. I think and, that's what the parents were into. And all the all all the poor parents were at the community center uh parents dance instead. Where, yeah, I, I do think it really explored the uh class divide effectively. No, I don't <laughs> think that was the point of this movie. Um uh, Danny, Danny says to Allison, Max likes and or slash loves your yabos. Um, <laughs> I found that funny. <laughs> did, did she, <laughs> she calls it like she sees it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, well, even in the night, I don't, in the nineties, I don't think kids, I don't, I don't think the term yabos. I didn't. Yeah. I was surprised to hear the term yabos, frankly. So was I. Um, and also, if she was on candy duty, why did Max and Danny not only enter the house after slash while knocking and she was all the way up the stairs? Comma, they got it to the candy bowls and started stuffing their bags before she was even like, oh, hello there. Like, and then and then they waited for her to change out of her Victorian garb to go on the rest of the adventure. What if? Allison wore Victorian garb for the rest of the, the it may have confused the witches, right? Like, like Max was able to with his random Zippo. He found at the abandoned wit. Uh, it was a witch museum. I'm it was the old house that they had turned into a museum. Gotcha. Um, as a avid Zippo enthusiast, um, I would just say one, you would not find a Zippo just lying around like that. And two, there's no chance on one on the first try you would light a Zippo and two that lighter fluid would would still be good from whenever they closed down this place. I mean, there was no, there's nothing cooler than a, in the 90s than like a leather jacket and a Bic lighter. So or not a Bic lighter, a yeah, Zippo. Zippo lighter. But like, what if they just had a regular Bic lighter there? That's how you know you're cool <laughs> is if your main character has a Zippo. Um, but yeah, so yeah. uh as you do when you're an annoying teen, a male trying to show off for a pretty girl, uh, he lights the candle, the black flame candle that, excuse me, 
that will bring back the witches. Uh, not before Thackeray the cat tries to to maul him to death. Um, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, he has cat scratch fever in addition to uh, witches chasing him around. Right. Um, so yeah, they the witches are released again. They start chasing after the the characters. Feel free to jump in and stop me at any point. I I, I have so much to say and not enough time to say it. Yeah. Well. I just think the whole I was reading this somewhere. It's like the whole premise of this movie. And like one of the things they really go hard on is like how like how embarrassing for someone in high school to be a virgin. Like it's a very toxic 90s thing that used to happen on TV and movies. And so weird that it was like a kid's Disney movie, right? (laughs) Yeah. I I mean, I guess I mean, I'm I'm cool either way, like whatever people want to do. But like the fact that that was a repeated punchline was just annoying. Well, I mean, Disney was was the the bastion of virtue back in the 90s. And again, it was a kid's movie. Now, was it a kid's movie? Was it a teen movie? Like it wasn't American Pie. Like, like, But do young kids even know what that like means under the older kids? Does it really make a difference? I mean, it is going for that crowd. So obviously it worked. Janelle, you've watched this since a child. What, what, what what do you, what are your thoughts on that? I feel like that's like listening to music of the nineties and then you listen to it now and you're like, Whoa, that was what they said. I just don't think you even pay attention. You're just like virgin. That's just like a pure nice thing, but you don't know what it actually entails. And, uh, there are a lot of video essays on, uh, that specific subject related to hocus pocus which i didn't even i didn't even realize was a whole subgenre of how people dissect this movie like uh, having watched it through this time i was like they really hammered home the virgin thing but uh it wasn't relevant to the movie I mean, it was a little bit because you had to be a virgin to light the candle to make right. The but thing if you happen, removed, you could have just changed that. Yeah, if you remove that to like, he had pimples. It it it. it or if anyone that doesn't the sound as nice though, and then okay. anyone could have lit the candle. Like you have to have some parameters in these types of things because otherwise it'd be like, why for the last three hundred years did no other dumbass light the candle? <laughs> you know, you gotta give them like something. So no one else was a virgin in the last 300 years. Everyone else in Salem was fucking. It was just actually <laughs> yeah, just yeah. nonstop. <laughs> All right. I got my answer to that one. Uh, well, I mean, and that's true. We see the horny bus driver that pulls up to oh, that guy is give a lift to the three. All horses. Um, there's like, and he's uh, so much innuendo and they're just like happily getting on the bus. Um, at least they didn't pay the fare, I guess. Uh, they they meet the devil, played by Gary Marshall. Um, the whole time yeah. I was expecting them to pay to get on the bus. Just, was anyone else waiting for them to pay? And when they got on, I was like, hey, they didn't pay. No, no they were hot, according yeah. to the bus driver. That's all that matters. Again, back to the smile. Kick a kid in the shins and smile. And the and the 90s. Yeah, um, and present day. <laughs> it's the present day as well. Oh, the smile part, I thought. Oh uh, yeah, Ugh. I forgot about that part. Uh, it's so the creepy guy, the devil. The devil invites them three random women in the witch costumes into his house while his wife oh, yeah. is just sitting there watching TV, and they're they're gonna party with candy. Um, yeah. Uh, there, there's a moment where they're in the kitchen, and I was like. They're like, what are, what are these things? Oh, my God. And it's like, you had a kitchen. Like, kitchens existed. And that's way far, far back. A thousand years. Kitchens existed. Uh, anyway, I don't know where I'm going with that. Um, uh, someone help me. I'm floundering. So, well, I have to ask. You referenced the I put a spell on you performance when they, uh, the witches yeah. get to the parents party. Mm-hmm. I know there's a song that exists called that right was That'd this a cover of that or is this an original song pretty well because there is a song not by bet midler i think isn't there they sang i put a spell on you and then put their own lyrics into it after the how are they aware of the song <laughs> that's my question how do they know what microphones are <laughs> <laughs> yeah what is this spatula 
what is this fork? But they're like, oh, microphone. Sure. No problem. Yeah. And then uh, after that scene, they they sniff the kids out to the to the high school and they're like, ooh, a prison for children. And it's like, yeah, schools existed in 1693. <laughs> <laughs> it says school. They're not but illiterate. They but they weren't big entities like that. Although I don't think they had prisons back then, though, for being real. They just killed people. So <laughs> indiscriminately. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. So honestly, schools around there, prisons probably weren't. Uh, very true. Um, and <laughs> Allison's plan is to burn the witches alive in a kiln, a walk-in kiln. Um, That's dark. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it, uh, obviously, Janelle takes after Allison as well. But to be fair, um, they are trying to kill children. So, yeah, like, let's just go. There's so ma- there's so them. many children. Oh, they still have the spell book at this point. Yeah, that's why they were after yeah. them. Um, but yeah, so the witches. <laughs> in the course of this movie had been hanged and burned to death, uh, with cheers both times from the, from people in the movie. Uh, um, so they go, they think it's done. They go back to Max's house, Max and Danny's house. Danny sleeps with a cat. Um, just gonna let that one sit there. Yeah. Uh, and then Allison somehow goes from, you know, not being repulsed by Max, but like being indifferent to Max to falling asleep on his lap in, in Max's room while watching yeah. Danny and the cat sleep together. Um, the thing that I want to point out about that scene where she wakes up and it's like early in the morning, but I've they've been, been here too long yeah. is why does it, it appears like it's sunny outside and they're trying to insinuate that it's the morning, but it's still dark. <laughs> they go outside and like, where's the sun coming from? That's true. Well, it's like five in the morning. It's it's like twilight. More or less. Probably less. I don't know. It, it was dark when they left. <laughs> just say. Just a bad cut. Just yeah, I didn't like it. Um, can, I don't remember what this quote is from. Why, does, why, do I, why do I have this? It says, look in windows and watch babes undress is what. I remember that line from the movie, but I don't know. I don't know what the context was. Was, was that ice and uh, knockoff James Franco? I can tell you. Uh, oh, uh, it was at this point. Um, ice. I realize ice is Larry from Buffy the Vampire Slayer. He was the the dumb jock, oh. the closeted jock uh, who picked on Xander and eventually came out of the closet. That seems correct. Because um, I was like, it was bugging me the whole time. I'm like, this guy looks so familiar. Um, so uh, oh yeah max also goes with the i wish you could stay when allison's like it's five in the morning my parents are gonna freak that i've I've been out all night um right uh (laughs) no i know i didn't like that line either uh i feel like uh, why is this so long um I don't know. It's a long movie. There's like a lot of plot points and there's, there's like the ups so and the downs. The, they know, they figure just... out that salt wards off witches. They, they're trying to find a spell to turn uh, Thackeray back into a human, which summons the witches who are alive. They find out and they kidnap Danny. Um, I, I would like to say, uh, Janelle, you might be the actual uh, person who knows the most about this out of the three of us, but um, Allison was going to take salt on her walk home, but the point of salt is to, to make a, a spellbinding circle or an unbreakable circle. So if you're walking in a line, how, what, what is salt going to do for you? Well, clearly, Brennan, you would stop walking and you'd spin in a circle. And a little cute little twirl. She yeah. does, doesn't actually make a distinct, like a distinct barrier of salt around her. That was, that was impressive. Um, I mean, you can't think too hard about these movies. I mean, think about just witches in general. They were just intuitive women that were all getting their period on a full moon. And they're like, <laughs> let's kill them. Like they're synchronized. They must die. I'm not even joking. If you go I, to like some actual witch literature, that's what it was. It's like they're having emotions. Kill mm-hmm. them. Um, yeah. I I just wanted I mean I the salt the salt got to me the the salt and also that's a ghost thing it's not a it's not a witch thing it's also a slug thing are they slugs <laughs> I just say they don't melt it just protects you from okay I mean women on their period actually really like salt so it was very confusing to me but it's fine 
like, uh, okay. friend was like uh, uh, I had I had follow up questions. Um, okay, uh, so they summon a bunch of children to come to their house, uh, the witch's house. Um, I have Thor purchase the treasure again. Perfect. Uh, Max does the daylight saving time trick with the truck, which isn't that kind of a technicality. It was he was lying. Yeah, but doesn't midnight not actually change? Like that's just what we've decided happens. Oh, you're saying the book wouldn't be beholden? Well, it was the the spell dispelled them at first sunlight. So okay, that's fair. They're like he was just like trying to play a trick on if they were. They must have had watches. I don't yeah, they checked the weather channel <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. to see what the, what the sunrise was going to be. I mean, basically, uh, Andrew's saying good thing this movie didn't happen in Arizona because they don't do that saving. So exactly. <laughs> see, um, I get it. Uh, at least someone has his back in this podcast. Um, let's see. Uh, as they escape with Danny, the the witches fly after them. One with a broomstick, one with a mop, and one with the uh, was it an orc vacuum? I believe. Oh yeah, uh, that was pretty good. That's like the best part. That yeah, I, I'm pretty sure that's the most memorable gag from the entire movie. And then Bat Midler pulls up along. I'm pretty sure it's Bat Midler pulls up alongside the speeding car. And uh, shouts something about not having his driver's permit, which we're we're focusing on not thinking too hard. Uh, yeah, but they have like a, a thorough understanding of legislation around motor vehicle licensing. Yeah. Like, okay, but they were surprised uh, by the bus. You know, right? So. Yeah. What is this? Also, they learned they, quick. Shouldn't they be like bowing down all the children walking to their house? Like, uh, if <laughs> yeah, if their if their goal is to kill the maximum amount of children. No, I'm not. Like, I'm not saying they should be. I'm saying no, the I children know, are walking to the house as they speak. Yet the road is completely clear. It seems counterproductive. I don't okay. Know. Okay. Um, <laughs> someone yells, "Go to hell!" Uh, <laughs> I didn't get that. I, I think one of the witches said, "I've been there. Thank you. Quite rather, rather quite lovely." And I was like, wow, uh, Joss Whedon stole that like seven years later when he had the been there, done that response from Angel Buffy. I I don't know why I kept thinking of Buffy and Angel when I was watching this. Um, And uh, so there's a (laughs) there's a a final battle in a graveyard and they managed to kill the witches. Thoughts? You're missing my favorite part. Billy. Uh Oh, Billy the zombie. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, no, that's pretty cool. His head falls off. I love the, Billy, the, the scorned lover of. He's both. a good zombie. So he he was the the lover of Bette Midler's witch, but then also uh, was it Sarah Jessica Parker's witch? They hooked up as well, and that caused uh, Bette Midler to everyone's fucking bit of a row developed. <laughs> yeah, it's a. Tradition so, in Salem. So Bette Midler got angry and like killed him and then turned him into a zombie and his uh, to be his to be her internal <laughs> slave or something to that extent. If that's I, I'm pretty sure that's <laughs> what I gleaned from that. Uh and then so yes, uh he had his mouth sewn shut. Uh finally he <laughs> rips it open and starts uh telling off Bette Midler's witch and helps the kids yeah. defeat them. Generally. I really like that. Yeah, basically. I, I liked the turn of events because generally zombies are always bad. And True. in this one, you're like, oh shoot, and you know, really save the day. Now it's heartwarming. Would we consider him a zombie or more of like a reanimated corpse, like a Frankenstein? Because he he had more he he seemed to have like not like he had his faculties about him. I would say so, Frankenstein. Yeah, he seemed pretty with it. He but also not too, lost. Not too he, slow. Also, he also lost his head multiple yeah. times. It's it's easy to lose your head in situations like that. Yeah, when your ex shows up. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and and it's funny because I always ask Brandon whenever I see some sort of horrible sequel advertised on something, I'm like, "Why are they doing this? This is horrible." And then I'll be like, "Yeah, I saw that like three weeks ago, and I'm excited for it." And then you'll and then you'll explain why they're doing it. Oh yeah. Uh, see, Legends of the Hidden Temple was a game show from the '90s, and they rebooted it on the CW for people our age because we were the ones that watched it back then. Also, yeah, I do have a blue barracuda shirt. I just like to chime in. 
Um, do you do you want to kick some ass on uh, on uh, Legends of the Hidden Temple? Do you already have a team applied for that? Okay, yeah, they brought it back. They brought it back. I mean, I would love to. I I actually kind of did that at work. A little side tangent, but we dressed up as the different teams from Legends of the Hidden Temple, and then it did an ops logo course at work. Very California tech company. Nice. Uh, I'm I'm trying to find uh, a, a a teammate. Um, a- Andrew declined. Yeah, Brandon. I have declined. Oh, oh, gosh, I just whacked my head into the. Let's microphone. do it. Let's do it. Let's go. Let's go. Verbal, verbal combina- confirmation. I'll um, state it for the internet. Yes. <laughs> um, do we have to be blue barracudas? We could be purple monkeys. I thought the purple was par- oh, green. Oh, is it green parrots? Is it green parrot? What's the monkey? Green. No, it might be purple parrots. That they like the alliteration. That's true. Um, <laughs> so, how do you set up a sequel? <laughs> is where Andrew was going with that before I derailed it. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate um, it. I gotta find me someone to go on the Legends of the Temple with. We'll talk. Um, we'll go we'll go a sequel though um yeah. so uh two of them exploded from the sunlight <laughs> um and bet midler turned into a statue and then exploded because she touched hollow ground well i mean it's a movie where there's witches like anything is possible <laughs> in a world where the laws of physics don't apply Okay, so uh, can let's let's get a pitch together for the sequel and see how right we are next year. Sure. I mean, um, hey, yeah. No, say take it, take it, take it. I was, I, I was just say Jack Bauer had mad cow disease and it was fine the next season. <laughs> like this is you don't recover from that. So I feel like anything's possible on TV and film. All right, I got it. So all, all right. their little dust pieces get mm-hmm. collected somewhere maybe on a leaf maybe there was a light rain the next morning you know something like that and then shop vac there's probably some vines yeah who knows maybe at a car oh, the, vacu- the vacuum cleaner is there oh. yeah they vacuum up the dust in a graveyard yeah the groundskeeper comes around innocently wondering what this mess of something is he cleans it up magic vacuum another virgin shows up one of <laughs> two in the town cries on them and naturally preserves them or the tears of a virgin is it is it is it related to uh max and danny or or any of any of no they fucked up towards they're not virgins anymore it's fine (laughs) okay uh we're assuming that i don't know that was no i was was thinking thinking like max and allison had a kid and then that's the new version Uh, i think we can every show does that i'm sure we could I'm trying to pinpoint exactly what they're doing. Oh, you're trying to guess. Okay. What's the most predictable thing? Yeah, probably yeah. that. Um, I think they should throw like a Jumanji twist into this. Cause actually like, that's one of my other favorite ones. Like all of a oh, sudden there's some like pounding. I don't know. There's like some shrieking or something that the like children that. all hear. There's like a whisper coming from the graveyard. So some <laughs> child like digs up a statue. It's like her hand or something. I don't know. That'd be cool. See, I feel like they're not creative enough to come up with that, but that would be cool. No, not at all. Let's turn it into a video game instead. That's a reference to the later two Jumanji movies. Oh, um, <laughs> right. right. Uh, yeah, that was pretty disappointing. Yeah. Like Joe that. Jonas. I try to block that out. Yeah. Um, so uh, any, any, oh, I have one parting parting thing since it kept coming up uh disney was really hammering home the virginity aspect for, ki- for in a kid's movie yeah. that doesn't end in max losing his virginity uh and i andrew i i wrote a line for you to say unless you want me to say it you can say that <laughs> i guess you can say they gave Chekhov's gun blue balls <laughs> Chekhov's oh, gun. yeah uh so <laughs> Any any final thoughts on Hocus Pocus? That was mine. It's not going to be a perennial favorite in my house, but it was watchable, more watchable than I expected. I'd watch it. I'd watch it again. Yeah, it's a good, it's a feel good movie. Like we started at the beginning. But I'm not like turning it on in September and watching it continuously until 
Halloween, which some with people your, do with your PSLs. Yeah. Well, uh, that's it for podcast of horror two. Remember you can find new episodes of Damien nineties out every Monday. Thank you to Janelle of that girl. Thank that you. Ghosted for coming on. Uh, will you let us let our listeners know where to find you, Janelle? Yeah, thatgirlgotghosted.com. And I'm on the gram, just like every good millennial kid is on at Janelle Reese. I'm sure y'all do show notes, right? Oh, oh yes. Drop all the links in there. But yeah, check out an episode of Description Below. Stuff. Are you, uh, do you, do you, uh, tick out with your talk out? <laughs> Ooh, you know, I do have a TikTok, but I'm not active on there because okay. I have to work like a real job now and stuff. So uh, yeah. You know? All right. Well, I'll find happen. us on Twitter and Instagram at Nanami90s with 90s or find our personal accounts at Bishwitty and at Nanami Andrew. And tell us what you want us to talk about on future episodes. If you'd like to support the show, please check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash 90s Also with a 90s. Finally, you can also contact us through our website, Nanami90s.com. Please subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, Virgin, Deezer, <laughs> iTunes, iHeart, and wherever you get your podcasts from. I'm Brandon. That's Andrew. Thank you one final time to Janelle of That Girl Got Ghosted. And we will catch you next time. Thank you again, Janelle. Yeah, good to meet you, Andrew.